0: Hello, and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff Ball and
1: Patrick Terry. We're two dads with a love for movies.
0: Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids,
1: as well as movies we have seen without them. All right,
0: coming to you live from a live studio audience. That's not okay. No,
1: we're not. A few but... Cheers from the audience. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That. Don't forget the woos. <laughs> oh, <but> that's <laughs> only when that's only when tweens kiss. I don't
1: hilarious. remember that. We were watching
0: Save by the Bell last night, so
1: called Save by the Bell reruns. R.I.P. Dustin Diamond. So Yeah. yeah. Random random whistling.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Completely forgot Leah Remy was in the uh when they went when they worked at the beach club during the mm-hmm. summer. That yeah. she was the love interest, Zach's love interest. Completely forgot she was in it. I was like, oh wow. Alright. It's <laughs> like yeah, yeah. you want new when you rewatch things that you've
1: seen a hundred times. Just been forever. True. Yeah, I hadn't watched Say by the by the by the bell and I can't tell you how long. Yeah, it's been a minute for me. Yeah. So Hi, hey, how's it going? Alright, are you? Just <laughs> Other than going connected. flashback. Like, yep. <laughs> yep.
0: Starting off the show. Great. Great. Yep. So first I want to give a, uh, before we get too far, I want to give a shout out to uh, Scott Piper for having me on SP underscore nation uh, podcast. We talked about uh, it was a discussion. It wasn't a debate. It was just a discussion about which film composer was better. Jerry Goldsmith or John Williams. And mm-hmm. then, we went into it like we went into like i even broke it down by decades like you know who like where was their peak like see they both kind of rise and everything but when when would you say their peak was and we kind of got into it i'm not sure when the episode's going to drop i will let everybody else know um, but it was great it was a lot of fun yeah I got, be, I got to be on someone else's it's it's really weird being a guest on a podcast one instead of being the host Right. It's definitely different, and I would you would think it'd be less pressure, right? Because you're just there, yeah. Except for the fact that I printed out <laughs> Jerry Goldsmith and John Williams' uh, filmography, so I can go through <laughs> and have a you know be thorough and be well educated, I guess. Yeah. And like I was highlighting shit, <laughs> like I was. So I'm like, you know, there's a lot of, you know pressure going into being a host you know of a podcast and running one but you know for something like this at least it just seemed like there was just as much pressure (laughs) as a guest because you were like well they're bringing me on here i want to you know be sure you know i do well and you know you know basically that they may want to have us back and everything so it yeah so but i had a great time it was great that was last monday king boy that's already been a week right um (laughs) But, yeah, uh, no, I had a great time, Uh, so check that out whenever it drops. I'll keep everybody posted, Uh, but I had a blast. And then, um, let's see, I don't think we really have much going on. Weird work week. Um, Grayson's been a bit of a, she's had an attitude of some sort. I don't know what it is, if it's an emotional growth spurt or what, but she's you need to find some sage and burn it up in a room and get, freaking get the demons out. Yeah, we fine during the day, but at some point in the evening, she just snaps and then it's just. It's been a week. It's been a rough week with her. I don't know what's going on, but um, York's been good. So mm. there's that. <laughs> so we, yeah, um, and he's been uh, doing some more drawings, and they've been absolutely amazing. Like I, I just. Like I look at his drawings and I'm just like in awe. I'm like, how are you, how are you able to do this? You know, he's just such a talent. It's awesome. I love it, and I love that he loves doing it. Yeah. So, I don't know about sending me pictures at 10:30 at night, saying he just finished drawing that. I mean, just show it to me in the one. Show it to me in the morning too. I don't want to know that you're still up at 10:30 at night. <laughs> True. <laughs> I want- I want to know that you're, I want to at least think, you know, have an idea that you're still, you know, that you're sleeping on, you know, and trying to get some rest on the school night. But that's, it's all right. Passion. Yep, it is. Yep. Um, but I absolutely love it. So, and then we had two different <laughs> award show uh, nominations come out that we'll get into.
1: And that's about it. <laughs> How about you, man? You good? um i'm good um let's see i don't know if i mentioned it last time but my daughter started going back to Mm -hmm. in school you know in person schooling because she wanted to get her grades up and doing the online she was having trouble getting in touch with teachers so yeah the only thing she's ever had a problem with is the math and she actually finally got those grades up and you know passing so i was like good (laughs) you know just keep up the work and you're going to have those, you know, good days, bad days, but just keep at it and, you know, everything will be fine. Um, she did tell me, like, an experience in school, like, the some of the students kind of were calling her, uh, it's prominently white school. Yeah. So, they, they dropped in, inward toward her, but, you know, she kind of ignored it. You know, she didn't let him get to her, but um, that was... A week ago, and I talked to her yesterday, and this week was better. So,
0: okay, well, that's good.
1: Yeah, and teachers it's to, to a degree are helpful, but um, she just says different people there are weird. <laughs> so, I think once she gets her grades kind of balanced out, she's going to go back to the virtual. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah, the health on kids.
1: Yeah, so you know, she's experiencing that public school dealings. <clears throat> Yeah. Douchbaggery. Yeah. Yeah, but she's, but she's, you know, at least she's not. She's she's being strong about it. Like I, I thought she'd be all like upset and crying, but she's like, I'm just not gonna let him get to me. I'm like, that's good. Um, let's see what else. And then what we talked about before we started recording, mm-hmm. um, dad being in the hospital. It's just weird because I'm, I'm still trying to figure out like what, because he he was confused didn't know who the people were that came to check on him and but when i talked to him yesterday he knew who i was he was asking me about work asked about my daughter yeah my sister my mom so i'm like okay he's he's with it um but all the tests they don't know what it was they tested see if he had a stroke whether or not i was related to diabetes because he's kind of borderline yeah they tested that's kind his of yeah about. so they tested you know like thyroid and they just have no idea like what would Put him in that state, so. I'm sure.
0: Screw up his. Is he on any medications?
1: <clears throat> uh, he's got medicine, medication for gout. Of course, blood pressure medicine. Mm. I'm not sure if he's taking anything as far as the diabetes go. Yeah,
0: right. but um. Gout, yeah, medication. but could also screw it up too, though.
1: Yeah, because I mean, he does. He takes it, but he said he doesn't take it all the time because the doctor said it could mess That's up his kidneys. So he only takes it like as needed. Yeah, you know, right. So, um, unsure. Maybe he just had like a extreme flare up of pain, and and it just put him out of whack. Or unsure. That's but he, yeah, but as of now, he's he's fine. Just wants to go home. Tired of being in the ho- hospital.
0: Yeah,
1: just restless. That's, yeah.
0: Don't doubt it at
1: all. Yeah. So uh, actually, I actually was Facetiming his aunt, and um, she flipped the camera. And uh, I was watching him. He just kept moving, looking toward the door. I'm like, oh, he's planning his escape right now. He won't yeah, be it. there. <laughs> yep. He
0: ain't going to get too far with that gout, though.
1: <laughs> no. No. But he said he's still got pain. So it's like whatever yeah. they're giving him is not as strong as what he takes. Yeah. So,
0: right.
1: yeah, he's not going anywhere.
0: <laughs> sure enough. but well,
1: Yeah. It. Other than that, he's he's all right.
0: All right. Well, we're wishing for a speedy, speedy recovery for sure. Yes, sir. all right man shall we get into these nominations sure (laughs) okay so first ones out were the golden globe nominations um came out wednesday the uh awards show is actually going to be later this year or not this year jesus um later this month i'll get it right one of these days um yeah it's coming out the 28th so end of the what are we the end of the month when the Golden Globes are, um, <clears throat> interesting mix. I'll we'll just go with that. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, so, for, we'll go ahead and start off with movies, and I'll even do TV. I don't even, that's you know for people that are interested in that. Uh, yeah. For Best Picture, we've got The Father, uh, starring Anthony Hopkins, Olivia Colman, uh, Mank, which. I've talked about uh, on Netflix with uh, David Fincher's new one, Nomadland, which uh, I saw that is coming out February 26th, I believe on Hulu. Okay. So they're dropping that on Hulu in United States versus uh, Billy Holiday. It's also, they're both going to drop the same day. So that way you only have two days to watch, <laughs> to watch those before the awards for whatever. How I don't, much know. Time. I don't I don't understand the I don't understand the scheduling on that, but that's not for me to I guess try and figure out. Promising young woman uh, and the trial of the Chicago Seven, which I also talked about uh, er- on an earlier episode, so also on Netflix. So at least, well, as of right now, two out of the five are available on streaming. And then before the award, you know, by the time the award show, three out of the five will be available. I guess it's a good way to put that. Uh, Best picture, musical or comedy? This one, I feel like they had, like, they just didn't have enough that came out. Because I don't really think there was a whole lot of comedies that came out last year. At least not that I'm, not that I remember, at least. And if they were, they weren't quality, you know, they weren't even, you know, halfway decent ones. Um. So Borat from I'm just saying Borat too. I'm not reading the entire. No, I'm not doing that. Just yeah. give your to Borat too. Sorry, uh, on Amazon Prime, which I've talked about, uh, Hamilton, which is on Disney Plus. So that's what's an interesting. I guess technically it's yeah, it's I mean it's original production on you know that was recorded. Yeah, so that's interesting. Um. Music, which I've never even heard of. The movie, not the actual. Uh, Palm Springs, which I really enjoyed. uh, Yeah, same. uh, Available on Hulu. And The Prom, which I watched, but I don't think I ever talked about. Available on Netflix. I think they legit put that in there because it meets the category. It's a musical and there's a little bit of a comedy. I think it's okay. I think it's a bit... I think I even texted you while I was watching this. Even. For somebody like me that likes musicals, it's a bit much. (laughs) It's 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 a bit much, but it's it's good. I mean, it's cute. It's it's, poof. Best director, Emerald Fennell, for Promising Young Woman. David Fincher for Mank. Regina King for One Night in Miami. Aaron Sorkin for The Trial of the Chicago Seven, and Chloe. Zao for No Meddling. Again, as of right now, eight, oh, I'm sorry, for under Picture, Musical, or Comedy, all but music are available on streaming right now. So, for director, uh, let's see, Mank, One Night in Miami, which is on Prime, Chicago, mm-hmm. Trials Chicago 7, and Mank are both on Netflix, then No Meddling, like I said, will be available later this month on Hulu. So, that's Four out of five right there. Uh, screenplay, Emerald Fennell for *Promised to Young Woman. Jack Fincher, uh, David Fincher's dad, uh, for Mank. Aaron Sorkin for Trial of Chicago 7. Florian Zeller, Christopher Hampton for The Father. And Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Foreign Language Film, Another Round, uh, starring Mads Mikkelsen. Uh... Out of Denmark, La, La Crona, uh, out of Guatemala, slash France. The Wife Ahead, out of Italy, Minari, uh, out of the U.S., so I'm not sure how that, I'm not even trying to get into all that. Uh, <laughs> two of Us, <laughs> uh, France, slash U.S. Um, best Actor in the Drama, Riz Ahmed, for Sound of Metal. Chadwick Boseman, for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Anthony Hopkins for the father, Gary Oldman for Mink, Tahar Rahim for the Mauritanian. Mor- there we go. I'm going to butcher that word because it feels like I'm uh, too many it's weird too um, too- it's something. I don't know. It's <laughs> it just. I feel like I'm reading the same word over again, or like it's missing. When I get to the T A N, it looks like there should be another I. So Mauritanian. Yeah,
1: that's
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what it looks like at least. Um, that's going to be a. I think that's going to be a good category right there. That's going to be a tough one to pick, to be honest. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, It, yeah, that one's going to be a tough one. Uh, actor, musical, or comedy: Sasha Baron Cohen for Borat Two, James Corden for The Prom, Limo manuel Miranda for Hamilton, Dev Patel for The Personal History of David Copperfield. And Andy Samberg for Palm Springs. I'm glad he got nominated. Because yeah. he, was, he was so good in that. I really liked him in that. Um, let's see. <clears throat> Best Actress Drama. Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Andrew Day for The United States vs. Billy Holiday. Uh, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman. Uh, Frances McDormand for Nomadland. Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Another, that's going to be another one. I think it's going to be a hard pick for me. That one's going to be tough, I think. Uh, actress, Music or comedy. Maria Bakalova for Two, Kate Hudson for music. Michelle Pfeiffer for French Exit. Rosamond Pike for I Care A Lot. And I think it's Anya Taylor-Joy for Emma. She's also in that Queen's Gambit show on Netflix. Uh, animated feature: The Crudes, A New Age, Onward, Over the Moon, Soul, and Wolfwalkers. So basically, I just took the animated movies that came out last year. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm just spitballing. Um, we actually were planning on watching Wolfwalkers because it's on Apple TV Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we didn't get to it. We ended up watching something else. Um, but the kids do want to watch it, so that we'll probably watch it this week then. Um, but I think we all know Soul's probably going to win. It's just kind of yeah, it's Soul. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: but who knows? Maybe Wolf, maybe Wolfwalkers is really good and it pulls the You know, you know, pulls the carpet out. Who knows?
1: Yeah, you never know, because...
0: Sorry, sorry, pulls the manhole cover out. There we go. <laughs> A
1: little more
0: apropos. <laughs> right.
1: I mean, you never know, because, you know, the whole lineup of movies last year was kind of everywhere, because you can go exactly. to the theaters, or. So... Yep. Yeah.
0: Um, let's see. Supporting actor, Sasha Baron Cohen for The Trial of Chicago 7. Uh, Daniel Kalu- Kaluuya for... Judas and the Black Messiah. See that comes out this week. Mm-hmm. I think it comes out Friday on HBO Max. Um, Jared Leto for uh, the Little Things for his role as the Joker. I'm sorry, no, take it back. <laughs> um, Bill Murray for On the Rocks. Also available on that's on uh, Apple TV Plus as well. And Leslie Odom Jr. Not for Hamilton, but for One Night in Miami. So. Nah. And then, uh, let's see, actress uh, in a supporting role, going close for *Hillbilly Elegy*. Uh, Olivia Coleman for the father, Jodie Foster for the Mori- <clears throat> me, for the Mauritanian, Amanda Seyfried uh, for Mink, Helena Zingle for *News of the New- News of the World*. And then, uh, best original score. Alexander Desplat for The Midnight Sky. Ludwig Goranson for Tenet. James Newton Howard for News of the World. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross for *Mank*, And then Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, and John Batiste for Soul. So they've got a two-in-five chance of winning. Right. (laughs) Um... Although I don't know, I really like the ten, I really like the score. It just added so much to the movie. Um, let's see, and then rounding it up for movies is uh, "Fight for You" by Her uh, from Judas and the Black Messiah. "Hear My Voice" by uh, Daniel Pemberton, Celeste. No, just Celeste. Uh, the Trial is Chicago Seven. And Lucie, uh, in parentheses, Scene by Diane Warren, Laura uh, Pausini, and Niccolo Agliardi uh, for The Life Ahead. Speak Now by Wesley Odom, Jr., Sam Ashworth in, for One Night in Miami. Okay. And Tigress and Tweed by Indra Day, Raphael Sadiq. Or the United States versus Billy Holiday. I'll just I'm just gonna do TV because it's taking too. Long. Yeah. So there's some interesting choices. Um, there's some. I would have. I mean, one thing sticks out. We have two female directors of color, and under best under uh, for best director, we have three out of five are are female directors so that's i like seeing that yeah a lot actually um so that's pretty awesome and two out of five for screen or actually take that back three out of five for screenplay um so i kind of like where they're going with that um the supporting actress is kind of a little white there um Supporting actor, at least is good, you know, some good mix. Um, yeah, I mean, all around, you know, when you just kind of look at all these other different categories, there is actually a good mix of representation. Um, probably, I mean, would like more as you know as we all would, but you know, all in all, I'm okay. I'm okay with the nominations. However. Of course, I'm going to think that there's some snubs because of, not just because we've had him as guests, but I I sent uh, Rod Lurie a message saying, you know, I thought y'all kind of got the shaft, at least for original song that he wrote with uh, Rita Wilson for The Outpost and uh, Caleb Landry um, Jones for his role in The Outpost. I think kind of got snubbed on that and really you know, think it was it warranted some nominations, but I didn't alas there was none. <laughs> so Yeah. yeah. Um <clears throat> but I said I'm, and I was like, listen, I know it's not about awards and stuff, but it's about getting recognized for yeah, good yeah. work though at the same time. So and when you know, should definitely be recognized for that. And then I was kind of, I kind of was a little up on my feelings <laughs> a little bit. When uh, Sai Chen didn't get nominated for Lucky Grandma, because I really thought she was amazing in that and really deserved at least a nomination, and was really sad when I didn't see it. But at the same time, I'm looking at all these other actresses, and they were all very, you know, always granted, I've only seen two out of the five for Best Actress right now, Um, but still kind of sad. Yeah. But you know, I'm not gonna. But I'm not up. I'm not like, oh my god, this is ridiculous that these, you know, so and so got nominated for this because it was just kind of crap. So I'm not upset by it. But maybe a little disappointed. Just, just, like, just a little disappointed though, yeah. and that's okay. I'm allowed to be a little disappointed. Um. But yeah. Uh. So, before we get into the SAG nominations, I'm gonna go ahead and point out, you know. Now that it's award season, the Excel spreadsheet will be coming out again. <laughs> I've okay. already kind of started making it on my notepad. Yeah. Uh, Netflix has 44 nominations between uh, TV and film. It's crazy. They have 35 SAG nominations. <clears throat> Amazon Prime has nine, and uh, nine Golden Globe and five SAG. Disney Plus has four each for both. Um, Now, some of these movies that are getting released on HBO Max, I'm just lumping in there. Even though they're Warner Brothers, I'm just lumping them all in there because it's a lot easier to keep count that way for me. So even though they're also getting released in theaters, but they're also being released on HBO Max, I can mix that with the shows that are also being nominated. So it makes it easier for me to count. If you don't like it, I hate it for you. <laughs> um but you know Warner Brothers slash HBO Max uh twelve nominations for Golden Globes, twelve seg nominations. Apple T V Plus has four Golden Globes, two seg nominations. Uh Hulu, uh, so just like Palm Springs is not, you know, it's Neon was the company that put it out but they yeah. who Hulu put it, you know, basically distribute more or less. It's still getting counted under Hulu, because that's how I watched it. That's how it was right. released. So, even though Neon's the company that essentially made it, it's distributed through there. All right. So, Hulu uh, had nine Golden Globes, four SAG. Uh, I just put networks so that includes like, you know, AMC, ABC, all that stuff. Uh, one Golden Globe, three SAG nominations. Showtime had four and four Gold, for Golden Globe, one SAG. So that's where I'm at right now. So it's that's that was my breakdown. And then everybody else I just didn't count because there was too few. I'm like, yeah. I'm not gonna go one, 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 one. Um so I am trying to think of my breakdown here when I So uh Golden Globes Promising Young Woman had four nominations, Mink had five, uh Ma Rainey's Black Bottom had two, no Madeline had four, Trial of Chicago seven had five nominations. One Night in Miami had three, and Barat 2 had uh, three. The, their SAG awards, uh, Mont Rainey had three, The uh, Five Bloods had three, Minari had three, One Night in Miami had two, Trial of Chicago 7 had three. So, without further, further ado, we'll get into the SAG nominations. Um, again, just doing motion picture, that way we have time to actually talk about movies as well. Yeah, um, so uh, the SAG Awards, even though they got nominated on Thursday, the nominations came out Thursday, they will not actually be out until April the 4th. So still got like two months. Yeah. Um, so kicking it off, Outstanding Performance by Cast in a Motion Picture, The Five Bloods, My Black Bottom, Minari, One Night in Miami, and Trial of Chicago Seven. So all but Minari are available on streaming. Outstanding performance by a male actor in a leading role, Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman for My Rain Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Gary Oldman for Mank, and Stephen Ewan from, uh, for Minari. Also, most people know him from Walking Dead. I'm ready to see that one. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, it's not available yet. I've looked on yeah. Prime and I've looked on uh, Apple and it's, or iTunes, to rent and it's not available yet. I'm not sure. I'll have to look and see when it's coming out. Uh, outstanding performance by a female actor in a leading role: Amy Adams. Sorry, Amy Adams uh, for a hillbilly, <laughs> hillbilly elegy. Uh, Viola Davis for My is Black Bottom. Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman. Frances McDormand for Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Uh, outstanding performance by a male actor in supporting role, Chadwick Bozeman for the, for the Five Bloods, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen for The Trial of Chicago 7, Daniel Kaluuya uh, for Judas and the Black Messiah, Jared Leto for The Little Things, and Wesley Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami. Outstanding performance by a female actor in a supporting role, uh, Maria Bakalova for uh, Borat 2, Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Coleman for The Father, Yu Zhong Yoon for Minari, and Helena Zengel for News of the World. Outstanding action performance by a stunt ensemble in a motion picture, the only category I really cared about for SAG, and it disappointed me. <laughs> Uh, The Five Bloods, Mulan, News of the World, The Trial of the Chicago 7, Wonder Woman
1: 1984. Hmm. Okay. No extraction.
0: <laughs> right. No extraction to be seen. I was so mad. I'm like, The Five Bloods? What the hell?
1: That's the not bloods? even a lot of action. That's just... Yes. That's... Yeah.
0: Very, very little. It's like the very end. Yeah, that's, that's like the that's, very end, and that's it. Yeah. And Trials of yeah. 7 is just a riot, I mean, but... You know, there's other action movies with... Stu- anyways. That one hurt my brain when I read that. <laughs> I was like,
1: the hell's Extraction at? That's crazy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. <sighs> anyways. And, uh, even a hear. whole guard. Bruh, even. <laughs> even. Outstanding action performance by a stunt ensemble in a comedy or drama series. Oh, that's TV. But anyways, The Boys, Cobra Kai, Lovecraft Country, Mandalorian, and Westworld. And then the rest of it gets into TV. So I had some more issues with SAG than I did with Golden Globes. Because other than... I mean, performance by a male actor, at least, is somewhat diverse, and I always look at this whenever I look at award shows, where's the diversity, where's the you know, where's it making it not so hella white. <laughs> and the movie category does better than the TV category, I'll be honest. Although, Viola Davis is the only one in female actor leading a role <laughs> that's a minority. Yeah. So, but the actor side, yeah, so I don't know if that's just they're having, if they're casting better with males than females or what, or just their, the roles they're choosing to focus on as, but also these are voted by other actors. So, I don't know. And then, like, yeah, then again, uh, yeah. So yeah, the, when I texted you when the SAG Awards came out, I was like, "Yes, <laughs> SAG were almost putting the Oscars to shame as <laughs> being so white." But again, that's more on the TV side when all four of the uh, female leads <laughs> for dramas or for uh, for best female actress in a drama or whatever
1: mm-hmm. is
0: all it's like all white people from either from either The Crown or I forgot whether the show. And they're not... Meanwhile, you know... Actresses like Issa Rae are being left out... For her role in Insecure. But... Shows like that. Or hell, even have to cast in... Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. Yeah. yeah. Kind of gets a shaft on that. So... But, I mean, again... Sags are voted by... Our, the nominations are from other actors. So, I mean, that's their peers. So, I don't... I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> that. man. Um, but, yeah, so those are the nominations. When it gets closer to time, we'll give our picks for each one. But I want to always kind of go over the some of the nominations. So if you're into trying to make picks and everything, you know what to watch and how to watch them, I guess. Um, Promise a Young Woman is available on VOD right now. I'm probably going to end up watch, sucking it up and watching it um thought about last week but instead i rented something else because i want to try and it was something i was it was a documentary i'd been i know me watching documentary is shocking <laughs> but it was one i'd been looking forward to and i want to try and see if i can get someone from the film to come on so holding that one off Ooh. um so maybe watch promise a young woman this week we'll see but yeah so that's where we're at, man. All right. Uh, I'll let you, uh, you know, it's your week, man. So I'll let you kick it off, man.
1: All right. Um, so I watched three movies this week. Technically four, but one I'm going to hold off for next week because I'm trying to unwrap <laughs> unwrap it a little bit. Um, first movie. So I got a, a clip, like an eight-minute clip from the scene of this movie. And it was just so ridiculous and over the top that I just wanted to watch the whole thing. Uh, it's called Journey to the West: Conquering the Demons. So, older movie came out February tenth, twenty thirteen, in China. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Hour and fifty minutes, and director is Stephen Chow, uh, from uh, Kung Fu Hustle. So, if you're familiar with Kung Fu Hustle, then you kind of know what you're gonna get into with this. <laughs> right. Um, it actually had a budget—not a budget, but box office earning a two hundred and fifteen million. I'm not sure what the budget was. Uh, some of the stars, you had uh, Zhang Wen, uh, Qi Shu, Bo Hong, uh, Shou Lo, and Sheng Ching Li. And what it's about is an aspiring Buddhist tries to protect the village from three demons and develops co- uh, complex feelings for a demon hunter who always kind of steps in to help him out because he's not really good at what he does. <laughs> Gotcha. And, um and then this leads him to meeting the legendary monkey King but, Um I'm sorry you said the what legendary monkey King monkey King yeah
0: okay
1: all right yeah <laughs> I'm on board <laughs> not not King Kong gotcha. but uh but it's a monkey King um so like I was saying I got a clip from the from the movie and so it actually ends up being like the opening sequence for it and it's uh' little girl, and her father's just, you know, sitting, sitting at the dock, and they're like, um, I don't know if it's like a river or like a big ocean, and they just have a section of it marked off, and so he scares her. Like, he jumps in the water and pretends to be like this uh, water monster comes out, scares her, and she just starts crying, and so he starts kind of doing some stuff to make her laugh, and Fortunately, he gets caught by something under the water and he just gets drug around just, you know, but she's laughing, thinking it's a part of it. And then next thing you know, blood starts gushing up everywhere. So and then this um, supposed demon hunter comes down and he drops off some. Uh, does like this little ritual dance. Sound. It's almost like um, Naruto doing his little jutsu. And throw some bombs in the water, and this giant stingray comes floating up from the water. He's like, "All right, I killed your demon, so you know water's safe." They pay him. <laughs> they pay him in money, and then some fish. And because this is kind of over the top things, like I can't, yeah. I can't accept your gift. So he gives him back the fish, but keeps the money. <laughs> so, okay. But um, anyway, come to find out, yes, it's just a giant stingray. He didn't kill the actual demon, so the little girl um, starts getting pulled into the water because this this demon tiger fish has these kind of gooey tentacles that comes out and okay. you know pulls her in. But um, he's just like really determined to get her. Like they they cut her hair to break her free. Then he comes back, sh- sticks her to the back to her back and pulls her in. They cut the tentacle and. And it flips her over where she's hanging off the side of the dock. And um, you know, the mom catches her and they're about to pull her up, and then the fish comes up and basically eats her. And yeah. So like even though this is like a funny over the top movie, it's it's kinda like some serious, kind of crazy, yeah. <laughs> kind of <laughs> crazy oh, um, stuff. So yeah. And so our star comes down and he actually is able to get the fish out of the water onto the dock and then it turns into a, a man. And so he's trying to capture this demon by using his book of, uh, it's like a Buddhist book of, I guess, like spells and whatnot. But it's really titled, it's titled The His 300 Nursery Rhymes. So he's literally singing a nursery rhyme to this guy. And it's just like really over the top stuff. Like the dude's just sitting there like, what are you doing? You know, and um, starts beating him down. And then this woman just comes out of nowhere, starts beating them and traps him into, like, a, I guess a magic bag. It's almost like a Pokemon, but it's, a, it's an actual bag. Ties him up in it, and then it has a little ball at the end, pulls him out, and when she opens up the little encasing, he's now, like, a little stuffed animal that you can probably just hang up in your rearview mirror, like, decoration. Okay. So, this um, it's... it's <sighs> It's a it's if you're familiar with Kung Fu Hustle then this is just like a lot of over the top action. Yeah. Um a lot of CGI but just really crazy type thing. It, it it's like I knew what I was getting into. It's not it's not it's self aware, it's not taking it serious or anything. Um but I think it's a good little time waster, you know, just a yeah. little comedy thing. Yeah. and yeah, like I said, my notes are kinda out of act for this. <laughs> but um but-
0: Basically, if you like Kung Fu Hustle, you'll like this. Yeah. Because it's yeah. that kind of absurdity. Right.
1: Okay. But it, it, it seems a little more serious at times, but then it's just all, it's a lot of over the top, So It's kind of like a good, it's like a balance of... Okay. Yeah. Um. What's <clears throat> up for that one? And so also for the first time, I watched the, the Stan miniseries. Okay. Courtesy, courtesy of our friend, co-worker Bruce. All right. And... um. So this had a budget of 28 million, and each episode six million, give or take. And it's based on the 78 novel of the same name from Stephen King. Uh, Originally released uh, May 8th, 1994, and the total runtime of this miniseries is six hours and one minute. And it was broken up into four parts. So the first time I.
0: that each felt like
1: six hours <laughs> it, and it did feel long i'll say like the first two parts was cool but once it got to the the third fourth i was just like man and I'm, I'm like i wasn't like not interested but just it just felt yeah. like, like you're going on their journey <laughs>
0: yeah we're like oh we're still doing this
1: okay <laughs> yeah um the director uh, mick garris and it's like a huge cast like 125 speaking roles in this movie. <laughs> but Just to name a few of the people starring in this, you got Gary Sinise, Molly Ringwald, Rob Lowe, Ruby Dee, Ozzie Davis, uh, Jamie Sheridan, Miguel Ferrer, and uh, Corin, Corin Nimmer from Parker Can't Lose or whatever.
0: Oh yeah, Parker
1: Lewis Can't Lose. Parker Lewis Can't Lose, yeah. So, I was watching it. I was watching it, I was like, man... You know, that's kind of contradicting his the show title because he can lose, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you've seen the series, he takes quite a few losses. Um, but um, basically, a plague has unleashed into the world, killing a large portion of the population. And the survivors from from this are kind of split up to, like, the good portion and then the others that are kind of being led astray by an evil entity called uh, Randall Flag. Um and I guess it's just basically a battle of good and evil. Um, again I said it hits a cast of more than 125 speaking roles uh, you have two sides of the coin meeting up with their respective leaders um and like I said I was split into four parts. So the first part is the plague which introduces the plague shows you that it's it's, it's kind of similar to what we're going through right now kind of like you a you got a virus. Yeah. Uh, Here, they're quarantining. They've um, got uh, from this town, this Texas town. They got a few survivors from it. And out of everybody there, one person by the name of Stu seems to be uh, immune because he doesn't get sick. And everyone around him has basically died. And I started getting vibes of like Walking Dead when he was walking through the facility after he breaks out. Just how like Rick was walking around the hospital, dead bodies everywhere. Even to the point where he walks outside, and on the sign on the wall, it's like uh, we're all dead here, or whatever, it something like that. And it reminded me of the door that says, "Don't open yeah. dead inside," or "Don't dead open inside." Um, don't but, dead um,
0: open inside. Don't you know?
1: Dead
0: <laughs> don't dead open inside.
1: It's just the way it's written. That's how. Let's say you if, if you're reading, you reading left to right.
0: <laughs> you don't want to dead. You don't want to open. <laughs> open dead inside that's i think it's how we feel some of the times yeah just go ahead and open we're dead inside
1: <laughs> true <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah this plague is just it takes it, it's thought of as being the flu but you get sick you start getting all these red spots on your face and you just like a zombie in a way yeah um and <clears throat> it's just going the first part is just going through the journey of everybody that survived making their way to their respective guides because everybody's having the same dream, which has a elderly black woman by the name of <clears throat> mother Abigail. And then also is a uh, Randall flag who's more evil. And so you have a portion going to him and a portion going to her. And then the second portion, of course, things more about the dreams and just, it, it, it's 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 definitely Stephen King. <laughs> yeah, I'll say that. It's definitely Stephen King. Um, and of course, you know, you're getting these groups together. You're going to want to know what's going on on the other side. So they send about three or four people in to, as spies to figure out what Randall Flagg is doing with his group. And, you know, they determine he's got bombs and whatnot. He's just trying to destroy the world, basically. Um, <clears throat> it's just a lot of... Haunting imagery. It just felt too close to what's going on now, you know. Yeah. Same <laughs> like, like, it, like, like well, what, what could, could happen? This was ninety four. Right. <laughs> well, still, it's like, <sighs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. The whole time I was watching, I was like, man, this is just too, too relatable <laughs> right now. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a it's a good good miniseries if you've got the time. It's not really even though some miniseries it's. It's very lengthy, but you can split it up. Watch one a day. It's like an hour and a half each, roughly. Um, you know, decent acting. Uh, yeah, just like Stephen King and all and other of his books that's been turned into movies or television series. You know, you'll you'll enjoy it if you. you know, like
0: you know, like The Stand. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean the new Stand that's coming out.
1: Yeah, like, I didn't watch that yet. But I've already I've already seen some commentary on as far as the casting.
0: Oh, uh, gotcha.
1: Yeah, especially the Mother Abigail character. Mm. But anywho, that's that's the stand. <clears throat> <It> is this <laughs> place where you live? Huh? Say they, they said, they, well, it is the place where you live. Yeah. Out where? Then <laughs> uh, the last one. There'll both of us watched uh, Malcolm yes. and Marie. Malcolm <laughs> and Marie. So this is a Netflix release. Came out the 5th uh, this past Friday. And it is an hour and 46 minutes. Directed by Sam Levinson. Starring Zendaya as Marie. And you have John David Washington as Malcolm. Uh, so this is a, uh, about a director and his girlfriend's relationship is tested after they return home from his movie premiere and await critics' response. Uh so this movie is basically like a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> this couple goes it's... from <laughs> Man. they they love each other, they hate each other. They...
0: they love to hate each other is what it is. Yeah, well, well, yeah. there you go. There's the synopsis of the movie. A couple it, that wants to hate each other.
1: It's it's just tox toxic. It, it, this it it basically just showed me like if this is how if this is supposed to represent relationships, I definitely wouldn't want that. This is just this is like this is what you don't want. You don't want to be constantly at odds with your partner and like because I mean when they argue they 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 don't. They don't hesitate they don't hold ah. back. They ah. just they go at it. It's like uh it's like Dragon Ball Z It's Frieza versus um Goku. They just go Except at,
0: at it. <laughs> Except west ah, <laughs> It's yeah. actually words. It's actually they, go-
1: they just go for each other's throat. Oh, like God. Um I was just like, Man, how are y'all a couple? <laughs> I don't I don't get it.
0: Well that it never actually tells you how long they were a couple. That's that's what yeah. I'm more curious about. Yeah. I'm like it's not well, like they've been dating for like a month or two months.
1: <laughs> well, long enough for him to have written a script and to direct a movie, so at least, so at least a, a year. year or two. Yeah. At least that. Um, and so basically the argument starts because he didn't thank her during his during his speech. No. That was that was that was what got everything going. And I mean, I guess, you know, we've kind of been there. Like you, you you you, you forget to do something that you don't think is significant, but the other person's like, No, you could have at least done this. And like you're just thinking like, well if he had thanked her there, they wouldn't even be in this situation. It would probably be over something else, you know. because uh, they just seem like they look for things to have arguments about. And then it also kind of fuels their 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 intimate passion too, because it seems like they get off on it also. And, and um, Uh, I just if it wasn't for the great acting, <laughs> I probably wouldn't have finished watching because it, cause it was just it's horrible. Their relationship.
0: Well, but, uh, yeah. One thing I, one thing I actually really enjoyed about the movie, uh, you know, uh, it was the acting. Yeah. Freaking bites out. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna say something that'll probably. You know, would probably get my ass kicked in any other setting. But mm-hmm. I like John David Washington more than I like Denzel Washington, I think. I, I think uh, I've liked his. I will watch anything he does. Denzel, yeah. I'm kind of like, <laughs> I'm just like If maybe I feel just like because, watching this, I was, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's just it, it just feels like maybe because Denzel's done more movies for, for you know, shoot, that's the 80s, 90s. Four decades now. Had to I had to do the math, um, and so it's it, it, it's kind of wearing, a little bit Whereas John David's still fairly you know fairly new. Yeah. But I've enjoyed every single
1: movie he's been in.
0: Yeah. And I can't say that
1: for Denzel, at all. Not even remotely. <clears throat> and like this one, like I feel like if you're watching and you close your eyes, you swear that you're that you're hearing Denzel.
0: Yes. No, I will agree with you on that one.
1: Because like some of the yelling, I'm just like, man. Yeah, he's channeling his dad right now. <laughs> I, 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 hear, I hear him. Yeah, um, I'm
0: sure. I'm sure some of that rage is probably rage he's heard his dad shout at home.
1: <laughs> so, probably. Over some a lot projects. Of, and it's weird. Like a lot of the acting, I felt like they were both putting themselves into the characters, and like well, they maybe were they were <laughs> like they were feeding into like maybe some of their feelings and thoughts, and they were just kind of letting it out through <laughs> yeah. the characters because right. there was one, one scene was in Daya where I was just like, because she was doing some acting while acting, right. as one of my friends had described it, like she was acting while acting, and in this one scene, I was just like, wow, like you know, like if I didn't see MJ from mm-hmm. Spider Man and all that, and, I, and this is probably undercover. like, <laughs> the see, from Disney. See, I'm not familiar with her Disney work. I only I only I know, know that scene.
0: because of Grayson. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't know it any other way.
1: Like I'm aware of it, but Spider Man and this are the only yeah. projects that I've seen her in. Um, I've heard good things about the show Euphoria that she's in. Yes, but I haven't watched too. it yet. She
0: won, she won her Emmy for. it.
1: <clears throat> so, like, if anybody ever doubts her acting skills, just watch this movie because she's <laughs> yeah. That one scene alone, I feel like. She should get nominated. Yeah. For, you know, if, like Nick Ward season, come back around. She, if she, if she's not nominated for this role, that's gonna be disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, like I was hook, line, and sinker with this one moment in the movie where, it, it, it almost reminded me of something that I was involved in a while back, and it just brought all those feelings from that situation where I was like, yeah. It's just not healthy being with some, you know, like that. Whether it's both of you being like that or one-sided, you just got to, right. for the for the betterment for yourself, just, you know, get away because it's bad energy.
0: Yeah. yeah. But they're, like, he shot off, like, three different, like, you want to say rants, but, I mean, they're monologues. Yeah. You know, if you look on the script, it's a monologue, but it's, I mean, he went off and just, like, kept going, like, one take. I mean, we're not talking, like, they're cutting to a different angle or to a different, you know, shot or anything like that. It's all one take and he is like man and and I I, I kind of I was looking for trivia on whether or not any of that was improvised. Like right. any of the script was cuz you figure they had figure they probably had was given a you would think a leeway. they were given a little bit of freedom.
1: Yeah. That's what it
0: I, felt I, like. I'm it, but man, I'm like cuz to me it looked like he was just you know, like he like maybe there's like three or four sentences and then he just like there was at least maybe a minute of dialogue, but he yeah. turned it into like six. <laughs> he
1: just, like...
0: When he's talking about that film critic, I'm like
1: went it, off.
0: <laughs> I dude I looked around an empty room. I kid you not, I looked around an empty room going, We're gonna talk about this on the podcast. Fuck, you better not be anywhere near because I'm I'm like I'm gonna fear his wrath. I was like, Sh-. it's like I'm starting to take this personal. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: but he went off on that. film crate. I was like, okay, bro, we we, we like your work.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, it, it felt but, it did feel pers- like kind of personal. Yeah,
0: like, it, it, that's, that, it, but from both of them, that's the thing. Oh, like that's yeah. how that's how good the script was, though. Yeah, like the script was great. The acting was great. This movie's tough to watch because of how toxic the relationship yeah. is. It does make it difficult to want to want to watch, knowing right. that that's what you're gonna be watching.
1: Yeah.
0: But if this had this been a play, oh my god. <laughs> Stellar, I mean, be I mean, winning all those like play awards. I don't know if they get Tony's also. I don't know how plays work. Yeah No you know musicals get Tony's but <clears throat> I don't know if plays do too. My mom would be so disappointed in me right now. Um but yeah this would making an outstanding play and I'm sure probably will. But and it felt like it cuz
1: cuz of yeah, course you know you had the one one, one one setting.
0: setting it reminded
1: me of like the lighthouse, you know, you yeah. got these two people in this one place kind of just interacting with each other and going through their emotions.
0: And in black and, in black and white. In black
1: and white, yeah. <laughs> so obviously it's going to get a different I, I'm almost curious to see how it would look how you know, as far as if it was in color, would it, how would it come out? Like, how, how would, um, I guess the emotions of it kind of be with this being in color as compared to being in black and white?
0: I don't think it would resonate as well. And let me yeah. tell you why. Let me tell you why. I think it was purposeful that it was shot in black and white, not to make it look all art housey and shit, but mm. <laughs> that should be on the shirt. Art housey and shit. <laughs> um, my name. Um, but no, it's done because I think it was shot. In, this is be my pretentious film critic that he's going to hate. <laughs> <laughs> but it was shot in black and white to show the the light and dark side of of each character. Yeah, they're they're because it, it makes it bare. It makes it to where your only focus is the characters. You can't be distracted by anything else going on, by what they're wearing, by what is going on around them in the house. It's black and white. Because it wants you to focus on what's going on, the toxic relationship, the light and dark side of each character, their, you know, their goods and their bads, and goods and their bads. Yeah, see, compelling, compelling critique. <laughs> I'll be getting yelled at by John David Washington later. Um, but it's a fascinating film in that regard. Subject matter is hard, but this is a great film. I'm, I just read off those two. No, those two award show nominations, this film is nowhere to be found. Now, mind you, I don't know how they, if they tried to submit it. I know it got nominated for Independent Spirit Award. I can't remember because I don't have the nominations in front of me. Um, That's my bad. But I know it got nominated nominated at least one or two for Independent Spirit Awards. Um, But this was, I mean, it's a great film, but subject matter is tough to watch. It's kind of like True. Kind of like some of the other films I've, had to, you know, that I've watched that are, um, in the past year. Like, uh, kind of like pieces of a woman. It's a great acting vehicle, but that story's tough to get through. Um, yeah. Same for this one. Beautiful movie. I mean, I yeah. Would I rewatch it? I don't know. Maybe if I really just want, like, if I'm just like wanting to watch, like, just. I don't know, not really want to say if I want to watch two people argue, I can watch that literally anywhere.
1: <laughs> True. Vanderbilt. Just turn on Twitter
0: and people argue. <laughs> just go to work. We Just go yeah, to work. A, if Twitter were a movie, here you go. <laughs> right. Uh, God bless. So, this movie was shot in like three weeks. It um, shot during, you know, the pandemic lockdown, obviously, um, from right. June 17th of last year to July 2nd. So I mean, we're talking like three weeks. With the approval of the Writers <laughs> Guild, Directors Guild, SAG, um, Medical, or American Federation of Television and Radio Arts Organization, blah, blah, blah. Um, it followed strict COVID uh, safety protocols to ensure the cast and crew worked in a safe environment, which I'm sure, you know, probably didn't have. I mean, if you would, i like to, this kind of goes with what this is saying, but also something I found fascinating. All the credits were at the beginning. All the credits for the film were at the beginning, like everything. And it was fast, and there was nothing. There was no music. There was nothing. It was just the picture of the house and then the credits. I thought that was interesting. I haven't seen that done in 60, 70 years. (laughs) Like, it's not something that's really done anymore.
1: Probably like after you watch this, uh, after you watch this, you're not going to be worried about no credits. You're going to want to turn this off. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's like, I'll just start it from the beginning and look to see. <laughs> yeah. up um, <laughs> apparently the age difference between the two characters uh, it's 12 years John David Washington's 35 and Zendaya is 23 hmm. um, apparently there's just it says it caused some controversy which I'm sure is just a Twitter verse um, but Zendaya refuted the criticism by saying people are quote not ready in quote to see her as an adult Bro, she won an Emmy <laughs> like Gone, girl. <laughs> just right.
1: Just yeah. No, it's awesome.
0: I uh, yeah. yeah. I, it's I just honestly, that
1: time of this year, you know. Whatever. The world is extra sensitive now.
0: Bro, Hollywood's filled. Hollywood <laughs> is filled with with people that are married married to people that are yeah. twelve years or younger or older than than the other. Who gives a yeah.
1: shit? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, as long as everybody's shit. legal. <laughs> As long as they're legal. What you said? Is,
0: yeah, just dead. He's talking to you, Woody Allen. We're just, we're just right. saying.
1: Yeah, we're just saying. Still working.
0: And here we are. Yep. Still made another movie. <laughs> <sighs> All right, my turn, real quick. Okay. All right, I'm only going to talk about one film, and I'm going to, I don't want to say make it quick, but I'm just. All right. So I watched uh, the White Tiger from Netflix. Uh, came out January twenty second. It is two hours and five minutes long, so it's a little bit of a long film. It could have been, it could be shorter. Yeah, for sure, um, could be shorter. This film is about an, an ambitious Indian driver who uses his wit and cunning to escape from poverty and rise to the top. It's an epic journey based on the New York Times bestseller. So this movie. Basically deals with so we all for if everybody remembers our social sociology um, you know there's class and caste c a s t e uh, this deals more with the caste system and basically you're born into a station or you know you're a hierarchy I guess you could say so you because of where you were born and who you were, you know who your parents were born who your parents were that is where you this is what kind of work you can do. You'll never get rise above it because that's what you were born into. So, this deals with um, Adarsh Gaurav, uh, who plays Balram. It's about him basically trying to break that. Like, This is, because he's killing chickens and, you know, he's a chicken, like, I don't want to say chicken farmer, but I mean, he, basically he takes chickens, kills them, and then they sell them you know that's kind of what their family their entire family and their small village that's kind of what they're known for but he has dreams to be a driver like a chauffeur pretty much and he so he asked his grandmother uh for permission because that's what he wants to do and you know if he can go off and do that she's so like okay um after a lot of convincing more or less she gives in and says fine go be a driver but send money home obviously to the family because you're not here to work to help support the family so now you must send money home to help support your family so ballroom goes to uh, goes to the city and basically ingratiates himself to the people whose business owns the chicken Farm business, and but basically, I remember you coming and you know I want to be your driver. Can you drive? Oh yeah, I'm very good. Kind of, kind of true. Yeah. So in doing so, he becomes friends with the owner's son. He's basically you'll be his driver. You're not going to be my driver. You'll be his driver, and his wife. So Rajkumar Rao plays plays Ashok. um the son and then priyanka chopra plays pinky madam who's actually she's indian but she's also um but she's also from the u.s so she's of the same (laughs) ethnic background but she's from the states and not from yeah um and that's his wife so he obviously kind of crushes on her a little bit the story is trying to the movie's trying to be funny and there are some funny parts but it's more more of a drama than it is um a comedy the trailer will make you think that it's a comedy yeah like it'll, it's kind of deceiving in that way so i was like i'm not laughing a whole lot or at least not as much as i thought i would be in this movie that was kind of at least kind of marketed a little more comedically yeah Um, It's even listed on IMDb as a crime slash drama. So basically he rises up, you know, does all this. He starts learning the tricks to make more money. He's not sending money home to his family. He's not even going back to visit. He's staying. He's pocketing all the money he's saving up because what he's he's making extra money on the side, doing side gigs while while the son is off doing business or whatever. He's basically doing like Uber, (laughs) more or less. Okay. It's like doing a new lift in between and then, you know, making extra money, but not telling anybody. Mind you, the car is not his. It's the family's car that Mm -hmm. he's using to make money off of. So it you you're trying to you're trying to, like, sympathize with the weak character. But at the same time, you kind of don't like him either because he's not. Going back, you know, I mean, he's not visiting his family, he does at least once in the film. They, of course, are asking for money because that he was supposed to be sending back, he is not sending it, and he's not really wanting to give it, but he does. So he's kind of being a little selfish there, um, but at the same time, they're trying to arrange his marriage as well. And he doesn't want to get married, but they're you know, because of their culture, they're trying to like, no, you have to get married, you know, you have you know, you're old enough, and you now have money to where you can support. You need to, you know, we're arranging your marriage with this person. The movie towards the end gets really dark, really quick. And you're like, what the hell is going on? Right. Like, it's just, like, it really legit takes a dark turn. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm watching now. This this is not what I was, this is even less what I thought it was going to be. So, but I'm like, all right, I'm going to follow this through. (laughs) Because I'm curious how this is going to go. The movie is a... And the way it ends, I kind of don't like. I'm not a fan of the ending, but it is what it is. Um, What I do like, though, is... What I do like is that they really kind of shed a light. For people that don't know a whole lot about the caste system of society, this is a good light into how that works and how people are treated when they are further down. Um, on the social, social and economic structure of the system. So, and then why you can you can see his the lead character's motivations as to why he's doing the things he's doing, whether you agree with it or not. And, uh, and it's an interesting look at it. But I and I do like it. I do like the movie because it is a good way to show what's going on with different cultures. It it definitely brings to light some things. It Exposes people that don't have any idea um, what it's like, so it's a good introduction to other cultures and to kind of get you to want to invest more in it and learn more about it. So, um, well, I watch it again, probably not, um, but it's not a bad movie. It's an insightful movie because it's a good way to put it, free to and stuff like that. So, um, so that's the White Tiger, uh, Netflix. So, um, other than that, uh, we watched so instead of family movie night, we watched dinosaurs is what we, uh, the old TV show from the nine yeah. it's on Disney plus. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Not, exactly. So we watched that and, um, cause again, we were going to watch Wolfwalkers, but then, you know, Ruth wanted to, you know, suggested watching that. I'm like, that's fine. We go, with watch watch Wolfwalkers, you know, Saturday night or another night. Um, but we are, uh, But we did. We watched Dinosaurs, and I was like, all right, well. uh, So from 1991 through 94, the show was on. And so I was like, all right, well, um, we'll watch this, give it a try. You know, it's been a while. It's very dated. It's hella dated. Um, But yeah, uh, yeah, we watched it. It's fine. It's a little much, I guess is a good way to put it. I don't like it as much as I used to. Um, right but, you know it was it, it it's fine you know when they got to the not to mama part you know that's when york actually elected otherwise he says uh otherwise he said it was terrifying <laughs> he's like it's terrifying your <laughs> teeth are disgusting I'm like they're in they're <laughs> dinosaurs dinosaurs yeah yeah, yeah. but <laughs> you're worried about their cavities i guess Do them some teeth whitening but they both liked the Not the Mama because they took their water balls and then, of course, came up to me and were whacking me in the head saying, Not the Daddy. So, that was fun. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's I forgot Jessica Walter, who um, is the, who's the grandmother, or I guess the mother in the uh, rest of development. She plays the voice mom. Um, I forgot she was one of the voices. But it's, yeah, I... We, we made through four episodes, and I'm like, oh, thank God, it's time for bed. <laughs> Let's yeah. turn that off. <laughs> We're not doing that again. But it's, it was fine. It, it was fine. We watched that. So that's about it. Um, so as we all know, Super Bowl was Sunday. So uh, trailers that dropped. Uh, there's a Coming to America official trailer that I'm still not on board, but I'm going to watch. So we'll just see how it, see what happens. Uh, Super Bowl spot for Raya and The Last Dragon, because that's apparently how you say it, not Raya. Pronounce Raya, I guess. Um, right. another, another trailer for Nobody, and uh, M. Night's new one, Old. Looks interesting. And then a uh, Furious 9 TV spot, so there we go. But yeah, it, uh, it was good. So, we'll We'll see what happens. And of course, my favorite non-TV, Falcon and Winter Soldier, man, that trip was good. Uh, I'm looking, I can't. And it's an hour long, six episodes. So I haven't.
1: So I haven't. I didn't watch. I didn't catch any of the trailers or anything because about you know I watched like the opening moments of the game and Mm -hmm. and after watching Kansas City's first drive, I was like, yeah, I don't think they're winning this, so I checked out. So I didn't watch anything.
0: It was like watching a Missouri Tigers football game for me. I was like, oh, we're doing the Missouri Tigers thing, okay.
1: Yeah, so I just peeped in every once in a while to score, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I checked out good. I, it's not, it doesn't look like it'd be exciting, even though they had that one run onto the field, and I watched the clip from that, and I was just so disappointed nobody really tackled him. Like, I thought somebody would just lay him out, but I guess yeah. you can't do that now.
0: <laughs> no, I um, with my, uh, Tom Brady, uh, my Tom Brady, my Tom Brady cursed at the,
1: It's the other house. But, you know, I'll say one thing. It does show that, you know, it was more Tom Brady for the championship he got in New England. Not so much as the coach. Right. Because you see the results of him going to Tampa Bay and them bringing Cam Newton to the Patriots. And they didn't even make the playoffs. And yet, Tom Brady went. He even had some old Patriots teammates with him. Had... Antonio Brown, Bronk, yep. you know, they all got just went there. So all the pieces fell into place and so I, once he got to the playoffs and went I'm like, Yeah, they're gonna win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. And the Bronk Gronk, so I guess that's one of the missing yeah. pieces too. So
1: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but,
0: whatever. I mean, football's over, so that means baseball's getting ready to start, so yeah. fun times. Plus hockey. So now we can focus yeah. on more, focus on more important sports. <laughs>
1: Then another thing, just going back to um, Malcolm and Marie, mm-hmm. how they um, they use songs, music to kind of tell Dude, each other how soundtrack. they felt. Yeah. And there's one song on the that they play that's from the movie Love Jones in a sentimental oh, yeah. mood played by Duke Ellington and John Coltrane. As soon yeah. as they played, I was like, immediately thought of Love Jones. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, this whole soundtrack. It's another positive of it. Yep. The, the acting, the music. How it shot, and um, yeah, I even read a review. Somebody was like, "I like the acting and I like the cinematography, but the story went nowhere." I'm like, "It went, yeah, it went somewhere." It went somewhere. Didn't <laughs> it, want it was just ever. showing you, it just showed you, so like in one night, just how toxic this people their relationship was. Like this, is, this didn't take over take place over like a week or a month or a year. This is just one night of probably also, what they deal with every day. Also, yeah,
0: and they're arguing. I mean, yeah. what relationship have you ever been a part of? Where a, an issue is resolved that night and never... Like, there's a lot of arguments that just really don't go anywhere that night. Yeah. Like, it'll get resolved later.
1: Yeah. This is just a, a clip of yeah. what's, the, what's probably been
0: yes.
1: going on the whole time that he's writing the script and shooting this movie. And, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was the whole point of it, I believe, just to show the unhealthiness of this particular relationship. <laughs> yeah. They actually had the co- it's drama and romance. There's no romance.
0: The <laughs> well, lack thereof. I mean, there was, what, two seconds every 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 three fights?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Three fights, there was, like, kissing, and that was about it.
1: I was, like, that one moment where he's like, we're in this moment, let's stay here, we'll go to the bathroom, be back, don't move. <laughs> and then it lingered on her, it's like, ah, yeah, it's... Nope. it's you shouldn't so. have left. Because <laughs> time on you. think, and boom. And she's done. <laughs> Good try. Right. Man. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> I was laughing the whole time. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, As time went by, I'm like, yep, she's slipping. She slipped. Yep, she's gone. And
0: she's we're
1: back. back. <laughs> and we're done. It's like, you don't want to come back. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, uh, but, yeah.
0: all right man i'm not going to try and start an argument or anything but uh time to wrap it up yeah (laughs) uh what a great very filled uh episode and and got some movies and some uh awards nominations all taken care of i'm going to work on our guests for hopefully either next week or week after fingers crossed um yeah and then try and start knocking out these nominated movies So I can have more of an educated guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Or roll the dice. We'll see what happens. One through five. <laughs> see what happens. Yeah. Oh. yeah. All right, my friend. Well, that's all I got. Uh, thank you, everybody. For, thank you all for listening again. Um, let us know what you thought. You know, Don't forget to like, subscribe, join the Facebook group for more fun. We'll have the nominations put up and we'll have uh, trailers and all that fun stuff until then we will talk to y'all next week
1: thanks for listening if you enjoyed our show and have a moment please rate and review it helps us out a lot also recommend us to someone that enjoys movies or
0: also has kids you can find us on Twitter at PA
1: Movie Podcast and on Instagram at Parental underscore advisory underscore movie underscore pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Parental Advisory
0: Movie Podcast, and join in on the fun.